0: Hi, I'm Teal.
1: And I'm Debbie. And
0: this is the Intentional Community Podcast.
1: Good to talk to Lisa, um, someone who also lives in an intentional community.
0: Yes, the only one of this season who lives in, a, in an intentional community that's relatively close to our our model. Um, though it has a lot of differences too, and so it was um, fun, and I think it's going to serve as kind of a transition, transitional episode into our Season 2, which we're hoping to... Really um, explore other other communities uh, around the world, hopefully, and um, and hear how other people do community. So this is a good start to that, as we hear more about Reba Place and um, and the fellowship that they have. And so, thanks for tuning in, and hope you enjoy this conversation with Lisa.
2: Hi, hi, hey, Lisa. welcome. Thank you. Thanks, thanks for inviting me. Yeah,
0: thanks for coming. Um, We've known each other mostly in a board game setting, mm-hmm. playing <laughs> playing nerdy board games. Yes. This is true. With like Matt Walter. Oh, I love and, that. Um, she lives right next door to, to my friend, our friend Matt. And Sam.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's great. Wow. Yes. What's one of your favorite
2: games? Oh, uh, well, we play a lot of Dominion these days. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dominion has But been, I could go on and on.
0: My best memory of games with you is playing that wild submarine game. Where yes. it's like eight people Captain at once. Captain Sonar. You're like... Uh. Like fire, them like you know, this coordinates, and everybody's doing something different.
2: Yep, it's a, it's a very lively game in person, for sure. Yeah, so. we just got the national parks game. Oh, I have not seen that one yet. Oh, it's
1: really beautiful. I bet it is. Ah, uh, we'll have to have you, have you over to play. Please, it's very please. fun. It's just a would pretty, love it. Yeah.
0: But the reason I invited Lisa is because uh, you live uh, in a community yourself, and so up thus far. Uh, we've invited people intentionally that don't live in intentional communities <laughs> to like give that kind of like let's talk about it and like and Interesting. and and so this is actually the first time we brought on somebody that has experience living in community ah. and um, and our hope is to kind of um, have more folks like that who have experiences mm-hmm. we can like kind of talk about what those experiences are like and so I'm kind of interested to hear you um, just kind of give a general maybe synopsis of what your community looks like and. Um, how long you've been there, that kind of general thing.
2: Okay. It's a little complicated, (laughs) so I'll try and give you the short answer. And uh, then if you need me to elaborate so that it's clear to people who haven't been living in it for 40 years, (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad to do that. Sure. So the primary community that I'm a part of is called Reba Place Fellowship. Mm -hmm. It was founded in 1957, which is actually the same year I was born. Uh, But I haven't been there since the beginning, although there are some people who have. Uh, It started in Evanston and on a street called Reba Place. So there's no like profound significance to the name (laughs) of the community other than the location. Um, And then in, I think it was the late 70s, there were some people who didn't feel led to the kind of disciplines that the community was committed to in terms of economic sharing and mm-hmm. things like that but we're still very community minded and wanted to consider the fellowship like their church mm-hmm. but not be a part of the common purse and and that kind of thing sure. so at that point a congregation formed and those who remained in the intentional community were kind of a subset of that congregation mm. Then even more recently, although not that recently, uh, maybe 30 years ago, there were some of us who lived in Chicago Mm -hmm. who were interested in Reba Place Fellowship and interested in being the kind of church that existed in Evanston, but felt really committed to living in the city. And so we kind of planted a congregation in Rogers Park Mm -hmm. and some fellowship members became a subset of that congregation. So mm. I've always lived in Chicago, and so I'm part of the what we call the Fellowship of Rogers Park, which is about a quarter of the overall Reba Place Fellowship. So there's like about 30 adults plus kids that are part of Reba Place Church in Evanston, and then there's about 10 adults okay. and kids that are part of the part of Reba Place Fellowship that's in Rogers Park. Yeah. So we have two congregations, each of which have... A, a committed kind of intentional community group within them. Yeah. But like our economic sharing and some meetings and stuff like that is the combination of the Rogers Park and the Evanston intentional 100%. community members. Yeah. So I'm sort of part of three communities. <laughs> because <laughs> right. my closest in tight-knit group is the people who live in Rogers Park. We all live on the same block. Mm-hmm. Um, those are the people I'm going to have dinner with as soon as I leave here tonight um but then i'm also tied to the folks up in Evanston who are a part of Reba Place fellowship and i'm also tied to our congregation which is also very um community minded and we live in close proximity for the mm-hmm. most part and um
3: yeah it kind spend,
2: of spend like my three flat that i live in is other people from our church mm-hmm. they're not members of the fellowship but they're members of the church so there's it, layers it kind
0: of feels like trying to describe the uk yeah, like, how many, like, how many countries are in this country? I would not, you know, not attempt that. You know, but it, but it's like got some yeah. layers to it. But yeah. yeah, no, that's cool. And so yeah. um, how maybe you already said it. How long have you lived?
2: Yeah. So I started exploring Replaced Fellowship like forty years ago. And I was a novice. My husband and I were novice members for ten years, which is a little embarrassing. And we don't usually let people do that anymore. <laughs> but it took us a while to decide. Sure. Mm-hmm. And um, so I've been a covenant member for about 30 years.
0: So there's stages to how to, yes. p- like, okay. So yes. that that is like kind of a difference. Like we don't necessarily have um, those articulated stages mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. Jesus People. So maybe you could explain that a little bit, um, how that works. Sure. Um, so
2: um, usually when people start checking us out, um they become what we call a practicing member which means like i'm really intrigued by the idea of community Mm -hmm. and think that's something that i want to commit to but i'm just sort of at the beginning stages and it might not be this community but i at least want to discern my future and kind of have a group that i'm committed to to process things Mm -hmm. while i sort this out so that's practicing membership then at the end of that time, however long it is, and it's usually, I don't know, a couple years maybe, mm-hmm. um, if people feel like, yeah, this really is something I feel called to, and I'm particularly interested in exploring this specific community, then they would decide to become novice members. Mm-hmm. And really about the only thing that changes when you become a novice member is we ask people, try to live on the budget that we all are committed to. Yeah. Okay. Um, So there's a little more financial kind of testing, I guess, for people. When you say
0: try to live on the budget, you mean like just budget yourself, but keep in mind like this is the amount that Mm -hmm. you would
2: Right. Like this is our food allowance, so can you do that? Yeah. Interesting. (laughs) Um, That's cool. And uh, does that feel okay? Yeah. So that's novice membership, and then after somebody's done that, if they still feel called and their small group that they're a part of is supportive, um, then they become a covenant member.
0: Yeah, that's great. Do you feel like there's um, pros and cons that you are aware of to that? Because obviously, there's a lot of different ways to do to do this, all of this, right? Yeah. To do community and like, what are some of the like um, things you've noticed about that system?
2: Well. I was not a part of the community at the time, you know, like in the heyday, let's say maybe in the 70s when it was big and people joined at very young ages and there wasn't that kind of gradual onboarding or yeah. formation, whatever you want to call it. Um, but, but what I have heard is that some people left because they felt like they'd never really like been an adult Mm. and that they just sort of transferred some parental Mm -hmm. whatever to the community. Mm -hmm. So I think that this staged entry into the community allows Uh people to still kind of be.
1: Just have agency, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good way to
2: put it. Yeah, Yeah, that's a good way to put it. And to really be aware of the decision that they're making
0: and. yeah. That makes sense. Not just kind of slide into it, yeah. but have some intentionality of like, yeah. okay, yeah, I can yep. see that.
1: Well, because there are some ways that living in community feels less grown up, and we've talked about that before mm-hmm. um, in, a, in a different episode. Mm-hmm. But um, And so, yeah, I can understand that, how that could happen, or I, I think that that can happen in our community as well. Um, but yeah, I like that idea of like, uh, a little bit more agency, a little bit more um, decision making, a uh, little kind of uh, time to make a, the commitment instead of just a jumping in. So.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. You know, we we talked about, we're all, and it's cool to hear when you're talking about the layers and like the kind of the nuances of like, okay, there's Evanston and then these people decided that they wanted this and it sounds like basically... At some level there was a openness to evolve and uh-huh. to make space for different pathways yep. of mm-hmm. how to do community life, which yep. seems to be a common thread for any communities that still exist now that started more than 20, 30 years ago. Yeah. A uh, common thread is that they adapt they were open to yep. adapting. Yep. Um and, and evolving and and seeing like, oh, in well, and, and kind of making space for people and asking the question, How can we make more space or kind of eliminate obstacles Mm -hmm. for people that are wanting to come into community rather than the opposite of like we need to hunker down or like Mm -hmm. keep it how it has always been or like, which um, that's encouraging that there's been adapting.
2: Yeah. And I think like our living arrangements have morphed over the years Mm to from the really big crowded households to Mm -hmm. people living in close proximity, but not quite so squished
0: yeah mm-hmm. we same for us yeah <laughs> like, we don't it's like we don't need to go wild with the stuffing people into one room right uh, i've thing. heard
2: it's like if you're on the day shift then <laughs> you have the bed from these hours and if you're working nights then you use the same bed at a different
0: <laughs> yeah we have stories like that too uh, no that's for, what i mean you oh, guys, yeah, yeah. Not oh, us. you've yeah. heard about us uh, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah that's real
1: many years ago yes yeah. i bet
0: <laughs> so yeah in earlier days it was there were more people like sharing spaces though or like more cramped at rebooth too.
2: yeah bigger households
0: yeah mm-hmm. because now you have like several different apartments and houses oh roofs. we have
2: lots of property yeah some of which is rental to church folks or mm-hmm. neighborhood folks and some of which is community members and um, and some people live in an apartment with just their nuclear family. some people share space like we almost always have somebody living with us mm-hmm. but it's not it's just a smaller household yeah. and then there are medium-sized households and a couple slightly bigger households yeah yeah so there's a wide range of options in terms of the living arrangement, but we do all live close
0: yeah yeah so I usually use y'all as an example of. Like, hey, this isn't the only when I'm describing Jesus. People are there if people are visiting Jesus. People and it's their first time ever thinking about intentional community. Like, this is just one model, like structure mm-hmm. of how to do it. Yeah. And there's some communities that have multiple different properties, and and some people actually have their own place, but they just may share other resources. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And that yeah. there's so yeah, it's a good example of of yeah. There's a lot of different ways to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm curious, you know, to, in some ways the the detail or like the logistical stuff is um, is important, but I want to get to the, like why you know like the why like the heart of like why mm-hmm. for you um, like why did you first want to live communally like where did that come from and you mm-hmm. and then I'm interested to, over the years like why did you stay like in it because life changes things right. change people change like <laughs> something kept you in it so I'm curious about both both of those sides.
2: Well, that will require me to remember things from a very long time ago, <laughs> which I'm okay. Well,
0: we won't know any better if you I can make it up. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I'm also not a good bluffer, so don't ever play a bluffing game with me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, good to know. So I was, I, I'm trying to remember if there was anything before college that had me sort of on that track. Mm. Mm. Um, and I'm not sure that there really was. Yeah but um in college i majored in christian education and had a pri- i mean some people think of that as like oh how to become a superintendent of sunday school but <laughs> but this program was not that <laughs> and um so as i took courses and met faculty members and thought about stuff it just was impressed upon me the importance of the local church mm. and that it that experience of being a part of the local church is not a Sunday thing. It's a 24 seven thing. Yeah. And so when I left after graduating, I was looking or I was married at the time we were looking, I still am. (laughs) Um, I was looking for a place where that was being lived out. Mm -hmm. So I've actually been a part of a couple other community kind of situations. Prior to coming to Reba, mm-hmm. but I'd say that's where it started.
1: Okay. It's like, and were you are here with the thing. university here for in you in Wheaton. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yep.
2: So yeah. Nice. Is that, that's a short answer?
0: Yeah. No. It's it's good. And, and
1: how did you? I mean, how did you hear about Reba? Well, I mean, we my have husband. The back, my husband. <laughs> yeah. Right.
2: <laughs> Probably not. Man, yeah, that's hard to believe. I know. Isn't <laughs> <it>? <laughs> um, my husband knew about Reba. He was also in Christian education and had done his graduate program there as well. I had not crossed paths with them while I was at Wheaton, okay. but had heard about this church out in Washington, D.C., Church of the Savior. Mm-hmm. So that's where we were. Mm. Then we went to Houghton College in upstate New York and were part of kind of a, a voluntary service commu- student community oh, thing cool. there. Um, But when that time ended, it's like, you know, I think it's time for us to go check out Reba. Mm -hmm. And we did. Yeah. And here you are. And here I am. (laughs) Yeah. Still here. Which leads to the second question, I guess. Yeah,
0: yeah. You're still here. Still here. And and so I guess, like, and I'll blend it with another question of, like, what have you, what did you learn? Like, what's the difference between that Lisa that first came and the Lisa now and, like, what would you, like, you know, when you're sitting down with somebody that's younger and exploring the idea, one of the practicing members who's exploring the idea of community, mm-hmm. what are some of the kind of, I feel like I, I'm already coming up with the basic, like, these are the first three things I tell somebody. Huh. It's only been six years for me, but like, huh. I imagine you have a few nuggets of like, uh. well, something, to think of, something to think about when you're living in community. Like what for you are some things that you've learned?
2: Yeah. Okay. So why am I still here and what have I learned? Yeah. yeah. Well, I think the commitment is for Replace Fellowship members. Um, we stay until we feel like God's called us elsewhere. Mm. So it hasn't happened. <laughs> yeah. So that's one reason. Yeah. Uh, and I am a really committed person. So that that's kind of at the I don't know, the the commitment kind of side of things. It's not like what have the benefits been, but Mm -hmm. But that was the the commitment I made. But that's a
0: powerful concept. I mean, you said it it pretty simply, but it's like, that's a big thing.
2: It is. And I know that there have been books written about staying in place and, you know, commitment and that sort of thing, which I haven't read necessarily, but... (laughs) Um, (laughs) but I have experienced the benefit of doing it and, um, I feel like it has changed me to stay committed to a group of people, whether I like them or not, (laughs) whether it's stressful or not, Mm -hmm. whether I can, um, travel the way I might love to travel Mm -hmm. or eat the food I might love Mm -hmm. to eat, um. To uh, just hang in there with people. Mm-hmm. And I am, I don't know if you guys know, like the Enneagram and Myers-Briggs and stuff. Sure. If we can go there, but. Yeah. Sure. Uh, so I'm a one, which is a perfectionist, you know, a very right and wrong kind of, there's a right way to do things. <laughs> 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 and and Tough. sort of similarly, yes. Yeah. So you can imagine, <laughs> similarly with the Myers Briggs, I am an S, so like my sensory experience mm-hmm. is really something I pay a lot of attention to, mm-hmm. and I'm a J, which means I kind of like things in order. <laughs> and yeah, community community wow. is not necessarily. Yeah. Uh, well-suited to that personality type <laughs> all the time, although the community needs us, yes, right? They need absolutely. us. Absolutely. Please, God. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, and our church is even messier than our community because it's a very multicultural. Mm-hmm. So that There's community is of... really it's right. sometimes crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, where was I going with that? So I guess I can be critical. That's my like mm. most glaring shortcoming as a person, mm-hmm. but I feel like life and community has very gradually worn some of that off. Mm-hmm. That I'm not as reactive, yeah. that um I might still be critical, but I have a few folks, Sally and Orwin, you know, yes. Ron and that. Nina France. Maybe I shouldn't be naming names, but anyway, there are people—I'll just go back and you can edit that out if you want to. Um, There are people that I have been in a small group with in Rogers Park for decades, and they have put up with me Mm -hmm. when Mm -hmm. I—you know, I'm very outspoken, and they have put up with me and Mm -hmm. been patient with me, and I think that God has—they tell me that God (laughs) has changed me. Yeah. So—
0: and you have, yeah. it's like, you have to stay a long time somewhere to have that kind of... Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's just...
1: Yeah. I think I think a lot in our American culture, we get this idea that things should be easy or that we should always be liked or like some of these strange concepts that really don't, yeah. they're just, they don't happen in real life. Yeah. Real life is messy and there's conflicts and... and People don't always like us, and we don't always like ourselves, and we don't always like our neighbor, and (laughs) all of those things. And I think maybe it's sort of a sitcom mentality or something. It's like, well, if it doesn't.
0: Andy Griffith's show or something. Yeah,
1: if it doesn't get fixed quickly, then it's not going to get fixed. And it's like, well, some things take years. Right.
2: And the other thing that I feel pretty strongly about, you can tell my hand is going out, Um, (laughs) (laughs) is American. Culture is very consumer minded, yeah. And so people will leave their marriages, their friends, their church, their job, whatever, if it's not life giving or they're not happy. Yeah. Yeah. And um, you know there are lines in all of those places. Obviously, right? There are lines. Yeah. But I think that it's countercultural for us to stay committed to a group of people that we're not related to,
1: yeah.
2: um, and to say, I'm gonna love you, I'm gonna learn how to love you, and then we're gonna mm. work through things um, regardless. And it's something that, I'm getting goosebumps. Mm-hmm. Uh, um. <laughs> it's a good sign. Maybe it's cold. <laughs> <laughs> um, I started working at a hospital about four years ago, I'd always worked in faith-based nonprofits until then, but I'd always wanted to work outside of that setting. yeah and so I made that switch. and um, I'm in a division of about seventy people, and my role has me kind of more in contact with everybody than a lot of roles, which I love. Mm-hmm. But people are always saying. You're so helpful and you're so positive and you're so optimistic, which I am not really optimistic, <laughs> but I have learned that even annoying people or difficult people or people that are hard to connect with mm-hmm. have some value and oh, there's yeah. there's stuff there yep. and you don't just give up on people. Mm-hmm. And and they're always, like, shaking their head about that and asking me, how did I get to be that way? And it's like, well, probably from living in community. Yeah. yeah. So, right. So that was, that was interesting to realize that it didn't seem normal to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. I was thinking yeah. about, um, like, yeah, if you stay, if you keep, if you move enough or you kind of jump around in your job or your, where you live or your church or your marriage or. Then, um, then you can kind of it kind of keeps you safe at some level, um, and and if you stay somewhere long enough, then whatever problems you experience, um, there's you, there's a common denominator um, that is you. You know what I mean? Right. And they go with you. <laughs> yeah. And um, so I think that there's something to that there's that's you know that makes that's a difficult realization when you realize like, oh. And and it and it takes that length of staying somewhere long enough to be like, oh, this is like the. It's been twelve years, and I'm. I, this is the like thirtieth time that I've run into this scenario. <laughs> um, I won, and then your friends might help you realize that too, right? <laughs> yes, like, they might. Kind of like, oh, maybe, <laughs> and when you're complaining about it or whatever, and it's like, well, this is. It's kind of a pat, you know, and so and that's a scary realization when you realize like, oh, mm-hmm. it's it's me. You know, it's not that simple that it's all of us, but like, but I, I get, it's reasonable why people don't commit because it's, that's really scary. Right. Um,
1: Well, and you have to stay open to that kind of input and that kind of, um, uh, realizations that other people might have about you. (laughs) It's like, oh, I, I need to, I need to hear that. I need to listen Mm -hmm. and, and to like. I know for me, when I've had difficult conversations like that, when someone's like, hey, you need to maybe think about this or whatever. I, you can either kind of, you know, go in a corner somewhere and lick your wounds and like, oh, <laughs> nobody understands me or, you know, that kind of, like you can kind of, you know, feed that. Yeah. Or you can say, wow, this person that I've known for X number of years probably wouldn't say that. I mean Unless it, it takes true. a lot <laughs> of courage and and kindness really yeah. to, to to confront someone. So it's yeah. like just telling yourself those bigger truths. I, I think we have to do it a lot in community, right? Like always kind yeah. of appealing to our better angels. Yes, yeah, right. Like getting keeping the big picture. Yes. Helps with those like daily right. annoyances. Yes.
2: My husband is really good at at keeping that perspective mm-hmm. when I'm freaking out. <laughs> yeah. So he's lived in community out in San Francisco for a long time too, and so yeah, it's helpful.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So you've learned. uh I hear you saying that you've you've learned about yourself, and like that it's like softened some rough edges or something. I've definitely. I feel that too. I like we talked about that too, but uh, just like realizing like I'm not um it kind of bursts your bubble of like, Oh, I thought I was this, but actually I'm you know, <laughs> there's some other stuff going on here. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And
1: anyone can think they're pretty nice if they just go to church for an hour on Sunday. Correct. But yeah. I mean Yeah. Even then <laughs> if you have enough relationships you're gonna Yeah you're going to meet yourself. Yeah. Um, but staying in it, I think, yeah, it can be hard. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. I was going to ask, what are some other challenges of community? Um, there's obviously the personal growth side of things. Um, but like, what are some challenges that, um, you can think back to that's like, or currently challenges of community life for you and your experience?
2: Yeah. Well, I can't remember which one of you said something about fixing things. I think it was you, Teal. That if you can't, was it, do you remember?
0: Just, I don't know. Some, anyway, matter. fixing things is yeah. the theme. Yeah. Somebody yeah. said
2: something about if you can't fix things, like maybe you, oh, you yeah. move oh, yeah, away sure, or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. So being a one, um, I do like to fix things. I don't have like pastoral gifts or counseling kinds of gifts. It's more like. Problem? Okay, let's see. First, I'm going to see if I can fix it with an Excel spreadsheet. If I can't fix it with an Excel spreadsheet, then maybe a list at least or or something. Yeah. Or I can give you my opinion for sure. Um, And so it's a challenge to be in relationships where you're close to people, you're hearing their pain, you're observing or in the conflict. Yeah. Um, people are struggling with faith issues, they're Mm -hmm. mad, whatever, all that stuff that I'm not very gifted or skilled or trained to respond to. Mm -hmm. It just, it weighs on me quite a bit. Mm -hmm. Um, And so there definitely have been times in the last few years included where it's like i just want to run away i just want to go live in the mountains <laughs> um so that is hard to just be up close and not yeah. be able to get away from yeah those kinds of hard life experiences so
0: yeah. you're saying heavy like it weighs on you other people's yes. other people's pain essentially yes
2: and not being able to fix it yeah, yeah. wow <laughs> right. i was just so, uh,
0: i just had therapy session about this i was just had my <laughs> therapy session today and i was basically saying like well, you know, there's a couple of people at the same time in community who are hitting a wall and I, yep. and I'm just like, and in, what it is, isn't, it isn't so much that I am stressed out about like, now I have to deal with this. It's like, it's that people are suffering right? and I can't, I don't know what to do about it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and it's right. Yeah. It's right yeah. there. So I, right. I resonate.
2: And it, and it sometimes takes a really long time yeah. to get through those things. Yeah. yeah. So that emotional stuff is a challenge. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, our budget, maybe not compared to your community experience, (laughs) but compared to a lot of people's experience, our budget's pretty limited. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that's hard for me. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Occasionally that's a challenge, but it's, it's not really a huge thing. Yeah.
1: I remember years ago I had several women in my life who were really dealing with some incredibly painful, unsolvable things, you know, just losses that were hard. And, and I, this is so, I, I'm like so weird because I'm always watching movies and TV shows and, and I'll be like, oh, it's so spiritual. My kids are always like, mom, you think everything's spiritual. And it's like, well it is. I mean, you yeah. can really see yeah. things in it. it. Yeah. If you're looking for it, you'll find it. Yeah. But there was this I don't I don't even really like the movie, but there's this Horse Whisperer movie. Uh-huh. And and the horse had been badly injured and then to like the Horse Whisperer guy, he took one of the legs and like hoisted it up uh-huh. and the, and the horse had to run on three legs. And and of course, the little girl whose horse it was was just like, "Oh, Daddy, make him stop! You know, he's hurting him." And yeah. and he's like, "I, I'm, I'm healing, I'm healing the horse," and and not that God is like orchestrating these painful things, but we have these painful things that that come in our lives. And I, and for me, it was just like a, I have to trust that. Mm-hmm. Somewhere in this is some healing or some greater purpose that my good God that I believe in has, has control over. Or, or at least has some we'll work interest yes. in, yes. right? right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me, that was like a moment where I was like, okay, I need to just step back and, and watch. And just be here. I there's nothing I can there's nothing I can do. Something's happening that I don't understand, and I'm I just have to watch. Yeah. I don't know.
0: I don't know. No, I mean those that's that's when we turn to we start asking the questions of like, is there something bigger? God, are you going to help me? Like, uh, was when we hit our kind of limit of like, I don't Mm -hmm. think I can hold that pain of my own pain or somebody else's pain, like. So, yeah, I think that's that's a real thing. Um, yeah,
2: can I rewind yeah, yeah, quite please. a ways and just add one more comment, which maybe also fits in with this current yeah. thread of the conversation. Mm-hmm. When you asked about why I joined the community, mm-hmm. I would say another, and maybe actually, at a practical level, the biggest reason is. The people that I met that were part of Rebo Place Fellowship were the kind of people I wanted to be when I grew up. Mm. And so when I joined, it was like my husband felt sort of called to the disciplines of like the common purse and shared finances and stuff. I did not. <laughs> But it's like, I will do anything to be with these people. I want mm-hmm. these to be my people. I want to mm-hmm. be like these people. Wow. And so, um, yeah. And and I think the same thing is true in terms of these hard times mm-hmm. that that I have folks that I can look at. Yeah. That I really respect and can watch how they deal how you, with. How do you do this? Yeah. yeah. Right. Like, how do they deal with this conflict and or how do they deal with this person who is holding up consensus and a decision that we need to make or. Oh, yeah. And, uh, so, yeah,
0: I I feel that I'm often like looking over like, how are you doing this? Because I don't I got nothing right now.
2: Right. Exactly. And I
0: like call somebody like, hey, like I just had this. I just met t- with this person and I didn't I didn't know what to say. Right. Like, what, what would you have said? Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> and sometimes they're like i don't know yeah, <laughs> but <right. laughs> sometimes they, you know like but anyways yeah that's that's real and there's something about like the commun that communal like sharing of yes. for the burden right. even mm-hmm. if they don't have an answer necessarily mm-hmm. it's like well at least i'm not alone like we're carrying that together yep no i'm not the only one that knows about this person's pain or about right. this mm-hmm. thing exactly yeah yeah we've talked about that before i think on other mm-hmm. uh conversations of like sharing like like somebody that might be really frustrating for you might be totally a walk in the park for me for whatever reasons and vice versa. And, yep. mm-hmm. and that's, I just, those are my favorite. That's my favorite moment when I'm like, wow, and I see somebody talking to somebody at the coffee station. I'm like, wow, like they really get each other. I don't get either of them.
3: I'm glad they get each
0: other, you know, or whatever it is. Like, I just think that's really neat.
3: Yep. Mm-hmm.
0: Something that I um, like about, Um, Reba place um, is uh, discernment groups is that what you call them well I
2: mean we have small groups small groups but we also have discernment groups and sometimes they're the same sometimes sometimes they're not help you yes but but but
0: it's a concept that I think is really Mm -hmm. um, unique and fascinating most churches have small groups Mm -hmm. and and but like Um, but yeah, I'm interested in hearing if you have any experience with those and like what, how you would describe that concept for anybody who doesn't know what that is.
2: Right. Yeah. So because we're committed to making major decisions Mm -hmm. in, at least in consult, it's not like the decision gets handed off to other people, but, but we aren't going to make them on our own. And if it's a really big decision, which might involve many conversations of length we don't want to like suck up all of our small group time Mm -hmm. take it away from everybody else's stuff um so then we might form a discernment group for that particular decision whether it's a work decision or a relational decision or Mm -hmm. whatever um or support when Mm -hmm. you're going through a hard time that needs to be a little more focused uh, so it's often would include at least some people from our small group because they know us the best, mm-hmm. but there might be other people that have a particular interest or background that would be good to include. Yeah. Um, and so that I think like my job, more recent job decision was not that time consuming that I required a discernment group. Mm-hmm. The only time that I was a part of one was actually um, my first marriage ended mm-hmm. and uh, very unexpectedly and painfully. Mm-hmm. And so at the time that that happened, I did have a discernment group mm-hmm. to kind of help us work through that transition. I'm mm-hmm. so sorry. No, thanks. Mm-hmm.
0: But, that um, was helpful.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was. Yeah. But it's more common for it to be about something like work or
1: an educational
2: thing or whatever. Yeah. My
1: husband, David, um, came and spent a weekend with y'all when you were discerning like a you have like three years for your le- for your leadership team, or, or they're right. like new yep. new yep. folks maybe for the leadership team. Oh, so, so that was a visitation. Be,
2: yeah, yes. yes. Oh, that was so cool. Yeah, yeah, we do that about every couple of years. Invite people from other communities to come in and kind of listen to us mm-hmm. and to give their observations and any recommendations they would have. So
1: that's kind of like a mm-hmm.
3: like another level of yeah. discernment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But At a community concept, level, yeah, a community not level. just an yeah, individual. Right,
1: yeah. I love that. I mean, he had such a great experience, and I just thought, man, that's so smart. And, and yeah, he, he studied a lot. Like, he was given I, know, I information. Was, oh, I was probably good.
2: compiled a bunch oh, of stuff yeah, for him. That's
1: great. I mean, he loves that, too. So. Yeah. He, he's a nine with a one wing okay so, there yeah, you go he 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 just ate it up he read it all and and really enjoyed um, getting to know people and talking to folks and yeah it was really a positive experience well thank you for sharing him yeah, yeah. absolutely it's a big it's a big thing
2: it must yeah. be really tiring to to do
1: <laughs> well it's so. not as tiring right because I mean,
2: not,
3: it's really life giving for the it.
1: person. I mean to you I suppose but, <laughs> that's true. Right, because it's not really your thing. I mean it's kind of fun actually. You don't to have kind that, of it doesn't be carry that. that same
2: weight. Yeah, I suppose you're, you're right. Yeah,
1: in. you're just kind of like, oh, okay, well, what's going on here? Feels heavy to me to think about listening to everybody, but you're right. Because <laughs> you know them too <laughs> well. It's not your community. Yeah. <laughs> you know them too well. It's all strangers um, or not strangers. He knew a few people, but yeah. But
0: But that, that concept of the individual, like I have this decision to make and I need some help processing it and the way that you know my friends that are at Reba have described it it's very much like a it's like a verbal processing kind of mm-hmm. it's not like everybody's just like well I think you should do this I think you should <laughs> do this it's more like well asking questions right yeah and then just talking and, and right. I'm sure sometimes people never give any advice and they just right. come up with their own they're just like thank you you really helped me and everybody's like yeah. oh, I didn't really say much or <laughs> I'm sure that has that sometimes but like but that I'm sh- I also think that we I can imagine somebody that's newer to the community being like, I don't want to bother you guys with, you know, you know, you know, we shouldn't spend all this time talking about me or like, this is, but really like, what a beautiful thing to be like, no, we care about you Mm -hmm. and we want to put this time into this. Mm -hmm. Um, And um, I just think that's a very powerful, it's a very powerful way to uh, manifest community. Life Mm -hmm. is just like, I'm, I'm, i i have I think I was introduced to the concept a few years ago, and I have continued to think about it like how could we is yeah. that something that we could ad- adopt um and um anyways, I think it's a cool thing mm-hmm. um do you see like um, do you see people like um asking for that like do they ask for it or do people like suggest it like <laughs> good question <laughs>
2: um, and it's hard for me to say because I have been in a small group with some of the same people mm-hmm. for 30 years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, although we've always got, you know, it's like there's this core that's been there forever in Rogers Park, and then there are people who come check us out, and they might join, or some that j- move on. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so I think for the the newer folks, it's probably more we would suggest it, because yeah. like you said, they don't even...
0: It doesn't occur to them, occur yeah. to them yeah. or
2: they feel a little self conscious or sure. whatever. Um, although, yeah, I don't know if they feel self conscious, but yeah. Um, yeah, it might be something that would be initiated more from the longer term members because we're just used to doing things that way. Yeah. yeah.
1: But um, yeah, I I sometimes, I, you know, maybe it's our hippie DNA or whatever. Like a lot of that kind of thing for me has happened sort of organically or like. You know, I, I call it accidental discipleship where I just, I'm like, oh, you're going to the store. Can I go to the store with you? I got to talk over something with you or, you know, yes. this kind of like, cause we're, we're together a lot. So it's just like, oh, I sort of want to talk something over. And this is a person yes. that I, yes. you know, has been a mentor or someone that I think would have great advice or whatever. But I'm also like pretty extroverted and also like, I'm going to take care of my, you know, if I have a something kind of mulling, I'm going to take care of it. Um, but so I, I always kind of want those things to happen organically, but without like some sort of formal, like, hey, this is something that's possible. Yeah. Um, sometimes it wouldn't occur to someone.
0: Yeah. And that's kind of a personality thing, right? Right. Like, yeah. Not right. everybody's going to just be like, insert themselves like, hey, I need to talk. Right. Like, it's that's something <laughs> you and I both would do. Right. As, yeah. As the sevens that we are. Um <laughs> And, but like, that's not everybody. And so I think having, the, that's the reason you have more like systems and stu- is mm-hmm. to make sure everybody has access to whatever it is. Yeah. You know, I think a lot, sometimes I feel like a lot of what Jesus people has to offer, um, it feels like. Lo- uh, more or less accessible to different people mm-hmm. because of right. just because personality. Of personality. Differences. Oh, yeah. totally. Yeah. Do it, you feel
1: that way?
2: Yes. And mostly because one of the people I'm closest to in my small group is a big time introvert. Oh. And so that's been kind of one of her challenges all along. It's like, how does an introvert make mm-hmm. it in community? Mm-hmm. And um, so she will text me and like, Hey, you want to go for a walk? Yeah. Because there's stuff that she wants to process, and she mm-hmm. does not. She does not like meetings, yeah. per se. She'd rather go camping, go for a walk, have dinner, yeah. yeah, whatever, and process things in that setting. Yeah. And so, we do some pre-processing
3: mm-hmm.
2: on our yeah. walks, yeah. and then if it's something that I feel like, hey, you know, you really should just bring it up Tuesday night.
3: Yeah, let's dig <laughs> yeah. into that. Yeah. So, yeah.
2: but it is it. I'm sure it's challenging for introverts, I wouldn't know, but yeah. personally
1: <laughs> <laughs> i always i'm always amazed at my husband's an introvert, and yeah i like he he says he's a socially uh oh I can't think of a anyway a social introvert so, yes yeah, right he he recharges on his own, but he does like to be around people, so yeah um but yeah, I'm kind of always amazed that the, we have quite a few. Yeah. So do we. Yeah.
0: So yeah, we, I feel like we say that a lot. Like, oh yeah, it's. Uh, I'm sure it's hard, but then it's like, how oh, are there so many then? <laughs> like there's a bunch here.
2: Right. Well, maybe it's an easy. It's an easy social group for introverts. They don't yeah. have to do so much work yeah, to it's build not their the relationships because we're all just the
1: small talk stuff that right. they hate, exactly. right? It's like the digging right in exactly. that all of us love. as humans right so i mean when we can get to our vulnerable selves but yeah yeah so yeah i think it is that Uh uh-huh a lot of that so somebody was telling me how much because we have elevators in our building because we have 10 floors and how much as an introvert that like just the elevator small talk is just like some days
2: (laughs) waiting for the doors to open huh
1: How many times can you talk about the weather with the yeah, senior residents or whatever? Yeah.
0: So, what are some ways that I'm open, I'm interested in either of your answers, but um, that your community has like recognized a, an inaccessibility or like a like inequality or like this isn't work. This is working for these people, but it's not working for these people. Let's mm-hmm. like let's shift or let's think about that. Um, or can you think of clear examples of that or? Um I'm trying to think of our own, but...
2: I can think of one right now because we're sort of in the middle of it. (laughs) Um, And you talked about the need to be adaptable. yeah. Mm -hmm. And so our leadership model has changed over the decades Mm -hmm. some. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And in recent history, I don't know how many years it is, like 10 to 20 recent history, maybe Um we've had a community leader who then selects a small group of advisors. So, yeah, yeah. 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 To be part of the leadership team. Yeah. Your husband knows this. Yeah. Maybe you know this too. I know a little.
1: Yes, you do. You know this I read a few things.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that's been in recent history our motto. But especially some of the younger folks in the community and some people who've been on that leadership team recently feel like, why do we have to have a leader? Why can't we have a plural leadership Mm -hmm. kind of structure Mm -hmm. where people are equals? And so we're at the end of this three-year term, and and that question was raised again this time around and is being more seriously considered. I'm not sure where we're gonna end up. Yeah, interesting. But um, that's one yeah. thing that doesn't yeah, feel great. like it fits as well for everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. they're asking that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah, that's that's good.
1: I feel like I'm, as an extrovert, and as a person who, I really enjoy change. Mm-hmm. I enjoy like new things, and new directions, and thinking of things in a different way. Um, that that can be a gift and an ungift. Um, I bet
2: <laughs> some people love you for that.
1: Yeah, but well, there's not so much. much. Um, so yeah, I've I've been a part of some changes that that happened pretty um, like seamlessly, and some others that were a little bit more um, uh, needed a little more care. And and as a person who likes change and and loves to try try to do things a different way. I've had to learn to slow down. And, yeah, slow down and let people catch up and get on the same page before I go barreling into yeah. something new. Um but yeah, but like you said, like we learn about ourselves and hopefully we're different or we're you know, this time around we're maybe doing it a little different than the last time around. Yeah. Yeah hopefully
0: yeah and to recognize for me it's a similar but recognizing like if you're evolving and changing that means that or that can mean that the old ways of doing things might might have uh, not been as fair for like the mm-hmm. sa- same people that, that whatever system isn't working for now there probably was those people 20 years ago 30 40 years ago right. that yeah. experienced a similar mm-hmm. thing and it didn't change for them right. so yeah. they've gone another 20 30 years with mm-hmm. that system that didn't work so well for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now to say, we're gonna change, can be, um, can hit, strike some chords. Yeah. yeah, And so just to be like sensitive and like, as the young, newer guy I'm like, <laughs> we should think about this and that. And it's like, just like slowing down and being like, maybe you should talk to some people who've been here a while and mm-hmm. have watched people come and go and ideas yeah. come and go. And, right. and, and like, so that I think it's been good for me too. and. Um, it's a good thing we all have each other because it's a balance of like mm-hmm. slow and fast and
1: right. Um, yeah. yeah, it's mostly slow.
0: Mostly, it <laughs> averages out because you slow. just
2: can't move that many people slow.
1: fast. It yeah. takes a mile to turn a tanker. I like to think of that <laughs> phrase. I saw it. So I can't remember where I saw it, but I was like, "Oh, that's a good analogy."
0: Somebody should have told that guy who got put the, the Suez I Canal. thing. Yeah, right. I never heard that like,
3: didn't have enough that's right didn't have the space there. <laughs> no I your
0: story and uh, or you're like when you shared that like um that concept of um really like you came back to it and said really the one of the biggest reasons why you moved mm-hmm. in was you you saw people that and you wanted to be like those people and like how do I do that um that that's really powerful to me and I think like you committed, like you really did. Like you were like, I'm going to stay, like, I'm going to stay long enough for that to happen, like to Mm. become, um, like the people that I look up to. And I think for me, it was a similar thing where I was like, I want to stay somewhere long enough where I can really like grow, um, to the full potential of whatever that means. But, um, and I think, you know, I don't remember what story it is where it's like, um, something about you know I, I don't know which which path to choose um because if I choose this path then I might miss out on this this path and this kind of um, indecision and like the paralysis of that and I think you know my my personal commitment to community is like I just want to go I just want to choose a lane so I can go as deep as possible
3: mm-hmm.
0: and and kind of like throw caution to the wind in terms of like what am I gonna miss out on right um I'm gonna like lean really hard into this like what's at the bottom of this choice mm-hmm. almost like mm-hmm. and i think that that's um so when you shared that that resonated with me cuz that's kind of what for me it was like i'm tired of i don't want to like bounce around between ideas mm-hmm. i want to like choose one and even if it was the wrong choice i'll have explored that wrong choice to the bottom of the barrel you know like like i'll i'll know all of it and so but i think that's just like a there's something really inspiring about that for me and i don't and i'm not saying it's the right you, I don't want, I'm hesitant to say that's the right way to do life. Um, it, it felt right for me. And and I'm kind of, I'm always coming back to this question of why why aren't more people choosing it? Like, <laughs> you know, because communities aren't necessarily, uh, in, there's not a ton of intentional communities in the grand scheme of things. There are more than people think. Right. Yeah, but Definitely. But more
2: often. It goes in waves yeah. in terms yeah, of its popularity. Yeah. And definitely. it seems
0: like by and large, they're not like they're not bursting at the seams with new new applicants um i don't think either yours are or ours um and so like you know it's just like rather than be like whoa you know be like whoa is me we're not growing like (laughs) that just out of a curiosity and i I think i'm just trying to like what i'm I'm just so fascinated by like what are people wanting and what are they why do they not why does someone not choose community and (laughs) and you've seen people young people come and not stay and like, what, do you have any reflections on that? Like, um, I'm, I'm looking for wisdom, people, help me out here. Like, cause I'm like, I'm, I'm in it, right? And I'm like, is nobody gonna come play with me? And I, kind of like...
2: we, I think we need to make the game thing more visible. The board game thing. Board
0: games. The board game thing more, more visible. board games. More
2: fun. More I'm serious, I'm okay. sort of serious about that. Yeah. yeah. I'm sort of serious, and like at Reba, you know, a lot of our members are retired. Mm. Uh-huh. That have, they've been there forever, and they're great people. They're the ones I want to be like, but yeah. it's not so much fun. <laughs> and so I think that, um, mm-hmm. I think that having the common life that's fun mm-hmm. might be important. Mm-hmm. I also, mm-hmm. I don't know, might, might get shot down for this, but <laughs> being of the generation that I am and having adult daughters, it's like they really. They and their peers really don't want to commit a whole lot in advance to things. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know if it's true or if it's just a stereotype. Sure. No, but I mean, it does seem no, like I people want to keep their options open. People want to keep
1: moving. And that I mean, there's something yeah. about that, too, that's really amazing. Right? Like just the, the wealth of experiences that are out like there. Like the world
0: being smaller. And it's like, oh, I could fly to... And I could check this out, and I could right. yeah do this yeah. program, and
1: so I mean, uh, yeah, there's really great things about both, but I think some of the things that that you're saying of like just having our our rough edges uh, kind of work done and things like that aren't going to happen as as quickly right. in those settings, but they might happen in different ways, right? I mean, there might be uh, experiences that would would do that just as
2: yeah, but I still feel like that is more of a what is what's in it for me kind of approach
1: yeah
0: yeah I uh, I struggle to know am I being judgmental am I am I on a high horse here or is there more than one (laughs) way to like because it feels like you can't have your cake and eat it too kind of scenario to me like Mm. like eventually you you have to slow down on the getting all the experiences if you want that Mm. if you want that kind of like long-term fruit of staying in one place
2: yeah and if you believe as i do that loving other people is really kind of the foundation sure yeah you've got to stick with them yeah to really love them yeah right so
0: that's powerful yeah yeah you gotta stick with them yeah well i'm really encouraged uh by your story of sticking with them (laughs) <laughs> um, and they stick me. with me yeah, yeah. And they stick with you yeah i, mm-hmm. I i'm i with you on that yeah. um and have fun. we should have more fun yeah.
2: that's encouraging because i'm
0: pretty good at that yeah
2: i, I think games yeah. and camping i think oh yeah and, then, and my introvert friend would say she's not so much into games but the camping the yeah. camping gotta do things like that yep
0: well that's great well thanks for having fun with us today i hope yeah. it was fun yeah.
2: it was actually <laughs> yeah <laughs> It was nice to meet really you. Really nice to meet you. Yeah,
0: and we'll we'll have you over you for guys. games because. Oh um,
2: yeah, I'll teach you the national parks. Oh my gosh, it's beautiful. Cool. Yeah. Absolutely, would love to do that. Or you can come up to Rogers Park. Yeah. Like. I'll
0: bring Debbie with me next time. There's a game night.
2: Yeah, Okay. <laughs> yeah, those days are are coming now. I know, yeah, it's, it's so exciting. Back.
0: Well, thanks again for being with sure. us.
2: Sure. Thank you.
0: Thanks for tuning in to this episode with Lisa. That it's was fun. been
1: a great season
0: oh yeah it's the closer this
1: is it we did it
0: we did it y'all thanks (laughs) for uh, listening this far or maybe you just skipped to episode five and that's fine too but there's uh yeah we're excited to make some more of these um, for season two and so stay tuned for that and um yeah remember remember to follow us on social media and email us at our email which is intentional
1: community podcast at gmail.com
0: which i always remember right away (laughs) and never screw that up so thanks for uh tuning in this season y'all and um, come back for season two
1: bye